The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Empower Radio presents The Miracle of Healing with Lisa Campion. Meet healers, learn different modalities, and hear empowering stories of people on their healing journey. The Miracle of Healing on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Lisa Campion. Hey there, this is Lisa Campion, and this is the Miracle of Healing on Empower Radio, where we come together to explore all the different kinds of healing modalities that are out there. So if you're new to the show, welcome. If you've been coming along the ride for the ride for a while, welcome back. Super fun show today. Um, and, you know, I mean, this has definitely happened to me. Maybe it's happened to you, too, where you're wandering around, minding your own business, and all of a sudden you get a blast from the past. And... Uh, what I mean by this is, is spontaneously remembering your past lives. Maybe it's when you're traveling, which has happened to me many times, interacting with certain people, objects, um, or, or uh, you know, things like that can sort of trigger our spontaneous memory, a memory of our own past life. And we're here today with Dr. Shelley Kerr. As we discuss her fascinating research on this topic, she's been re researching this topic for so long and she's come up with this beautiful book called Blast from the Past where she shares her own experiences in numerous case studies, stories of people who are spontaneously remembering past lives and the healing and grace in our lives that that can bring us. So welcome so much, Shelley. I'm super happy to be here with you today. Lisa, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's great to be with you. Wow. So I love this topic. And it totally happened to me when I was really young, like in my 20s, and I was living in Europe, I was living in France. And I um, decided that I wanted to go to Greece in this really little small little island. Nobody ever goes there. It's not on the tourist map. Nobody ever heard of it. Um, I dragged my friend who didn't want to go. She wanted to go to the bigger island where people were partying. And I'm like, no, it's got to be this one. And I remember walking down this crazy dirt road, dragging my friend the whole time. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to turn the corner and there's going to be this windmill and this olive grove and this little cottage there. And I, and there it was. And I don't, I don't know why, but I like spontaneously, like just burst into tears and like lay down on the ground. And I was like crying and I didn't really know why, except this sort of like joyful homecoming. Like I felt like I was coming home to this place I'd been looking for, and and found it and I, I the same thing happened to me when I lived in Japan I had really intense spontaneous memories of my own lifetime there and also when I lived in France so um I, I was visiting one of the the Cistercian monasteries in southern France and like ha, like 
went sort of crazy for a minute and like ran past where you shouldn't go. And um, the next thing I knew, I was like weeping over a tombstone in a graveyard. Wow. You know, so um, so this is definitely something that's happened to me a lot. Is that is that normal? Can you tell me, like, is that something I should worry about or uh, is that OK that, that those things happened? This is so wonderful because, um, yes, it's normal. Of course, I'm a little weird. You know that about me, but I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying, yes, it's normal because this is happening to people, Lisa. I've had that happen as well, bawling my head off for no reason. So I say you're perfectly normal. And well, I love good. to hear these stories. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, I started, I, I've always been psychic. So for me, like it sort of went into the psychic weirdness category of my life. Like I started working as a psychic when I was young. Um, but but I um, I think it's quite common. Can you tell us a little bit about what it is, what happens, and why is it normal, and what happens to other people too? Yeah, I um, I guess I wasn't psychic when I was young like you were, so I was having a lot of weird experiences while traveling, and it finally hit a threshold, um, probably around 2013 or 14. I you know how you have different lives within your life. So there was a period when I owned a travel agency. I was doing past life regressions for the past 20 years, but within that, I owned a travel agency specializing in cruises, which is one of my probably things from a past life. And I went on a cruise and we stopped in Key West, Florida. And I know people who are watching this right now, you know, who have been to Key West. I mean, it's gorgeous. What's not to love. But right. right after I got there and I walked off the ship onto the shore, I started to become very, very ill. And initially I thought I was having a really bad allergy attack. But as the day wore on, it was just getting worse and worse and worse. And what caught my attention was the minute I put my foot back on the cruise ship, I felt a little bit better. And then the minute the cruise ship started to pull away from the port, we weren't that far away from the land. And it was like a cord got cut. And I was like, that's weird. And so I started thinking, well, maybe it's not allergens. Maybe there's something bad there. Maybe it's cursed or, you know, mm -hmm. maybe this is a bad place for me. I'm never going there again. And I vowed I will never do this again. And so I went home the next week and believe it or not, yes, somebody called and said, hey, you want to go on a cruise? We're going in a couple of weeks. Well, yeah, I want to go on a cruise. Where are you going? Well, we're going to Key West. And I was like, wah, wah, wah. you know, I just vowed that I was never going to do this again. What are you talking about? So I'm kind of slow <laughs> sometimes. It hadn't occurred to me until then that maybe I was actually having a problem, a past life problem. And so I had one of my students regress me and I found that I had lived there. I was, um, I was on a ship in the 1700s and we were sailing towards the thing that's now called Key West when I was being obnoxious and I was tossed overboard and I crawled up to the shore and I perished there. And so in the regression, then we did all the things that I do with clients, cutting the cords. We're going to send some healing light. We're going to, you know, get some healing resolution to this. So then I was just super curious, like, could I go back there and have a great experience? So that's exactly what I did. I got off the ship when I got close to the area where I feel like I really it was right right now in modern times. It's in between two buildings, but I walked kind of between the buildings and got as close as I could, started cutting the cords and sending energy to it. And then I went around and had this fantastic time. And I thought, wait a minute, I'm having such a better time than I was the first time. 
this has to be happening to other people, Lisa. So I started interviewing people and realizing, yes, like the things that are happening to you and me, maybe you and I didn't want to tell anyone about this before. And other people don't want to talk about it either. But the truth is, this is probably happening to just about everybody. And because of the fact, you know, the society that we're in is basically discouraging us from recounting strange things. So it's real easy for us to go, well, you know, that was weird. And then just kind of push that down in our subconscious mind and really not talk about it. But I think it's very common and it is not weird. It is actually normal. It's paranormal, but it is normal. Right. And you came up with a kind of a cool word for this too. Supretro-V. Is that, is that right? Yes, you did yeah. it. <laughs> I didn't know the word was going to be so hard to pronounce when I'm writing it well, down. But. I, I, I speak French, so I get the French and the Latin part of it. Yes, think, you do. You yeah, do I think it's get a great word. So so tell us, so so how do you define supretrovi? The reason why I named it supretrovi is because of the French and the Latin. You know, it's a supernatural retro going into the past. V means life. This is something that's supernaturally hitting us. We're minding our own business one minute, and now we're bursting into tears or having crazy things happen the next minute. So it happens in different ways. Of course, as you and I have described, we're traveling. It's hitting us out of nowhere. Maybe what happens is we see the modern buildings, but those might start to fade away, and we start might have like an inner movie playing of things, how they looked maybe hundreds or thousands of years ago. Mm. The other trigger could be going to museums and seeing artifacts and being in close proximity to objects that either we have specifically encountered before in our own past lives, or maybe something that's reminiscent of something that we were around. Or of course, we could be out antique mauling and running around antique stores, because you know, there's lots of interesting things there. Um, We may also, a lot of my earlier books in my career were about gem healing. So I feel like gems and minerals, because they're from different parts of the world, Mm -hmm. you know, the crystal from Arkansas won't be the same as the one from Brazil, for example. So when we're holding those things, sometimes those are connecting us to the part of the world where they came from. And then, of course, something that I know for a fact has happened to every single person watching this right now, which is that you've you've met someone, you've only known them for two minutes, and instantly you were like, wow, this is my new best friend, or oh my gosh, get me out of here. I'm going to run kicking and screaming down the street, and I never want to be around this person again. And maybe they haven't even opened their mouth yet. So we have those familiar feelings. And I do feel like the soul is being called back to these places that are familiar for a reason so that we can heal. Yeah, I was going to say, do you, especially so interesting that there's a connection to traveling and you became a travel agent, you know, like that's so cool, right? Um, do you feel like we're called to like sort of on a subconscious level? Like, I don't really know why I have to, I couldn't explain to you why I had to go to that island. I had no idea why it was, there was no compelling reason to do it. I just sort of had this compulsion really to do it. Um, is is that what people experience? Like maybe they just feel pulled to travel somewhere they wouldn't normally go? I think it is. I think especially people like yourself who are really tuned in, I really believe like our soul is calling us back to these places because I don't know how you feel, but when I go to a place, you know, I'll get a vibe in my mind. Like I've got to go to like Right. You know, South Africa, or I've got to go to here or there. Mm. And once I get there, it's almost like I feel like a piece of myself that was missing has come back to me in some right. way. And I feel like we're we're drawn to those places for a reason, don't you think? Yeah, I do. I mean, I really do. And and that the reason is for healing, like you said, you know, for picking up and um, maybe you could explain 
like what happens like is it that we um have some sort of traumatic event like your traumatic death in key west and do we like leave a little part of ourselves there or do we leave some kind of like trauma that's sort of still hanging it's like washing still hanging out on the line that needs to be handled and then being there triggers the healing for us like tell us about how do we heal from it when that happens yeah i really think that there is some aspect to that um that the soul's kind of like we're a puzzle but we've got a bunch of pieces missing and we've got to go to these different places to pick up the pieces mm. and kind of put ourselves back together some of, one of my earlier books was about um Edgar Casey's Sacred Stones, and I did another one for the Casey Foundation. So the psychic Edgar Casey, who lived in the 1940s, he's the one that yeah. went to sleep and gave predictions. So he yeah. was really into the idea that you could wear a gemstone and the vibrations from the gemstone would start to heal you. And I think that still has to do with the fact that, you know, he was like kind of almost prescribing stones based on their geographic locations. And I think it's because he thought that would heal your past life. So I think there is some aspect to that. And then I have to speak to the, you know, a lot of the crazy trips and I'm sure you can relate because we're kind of the same in that way. You know, you're going, I got to go to Peru. Okay. I'm there next week. I just pop on a plane and go over there. I know that people, you know, I don't necessarily recommend people do some of the crazy stuff that I used to do. So I think even watching programming on television, we can still invite that energy and we could still sit in meditation and ask that those things to be healed. Um, in the book, there's lots of exercises, though, where I'm talking about psychometry, like how we can get in touch with objects and either cut the cords between ourselves and the objects and or we could draw those energies to us so we can find out in our inner mind how we encountered those things before and i love your work on energy vampires because this is similar right we've got to cut cords with things we got to send yeah. it blessings but in this case we're we're sometimes maybe even wanting to wanting to connect with something so that we can start to heal something that's within ourselves that might have been outside of our conscious awareness before yeah and I, I think it's so cool with um with objects too because when i was in japan um i picked up a samurai sword and it was like, um, you know, I was a martial artist. So I was there studying martial arts and, you know, we, it was just came across. Somebody was like, look, here's, here's this real, and it was a real one, a, an antique one, you know, and I picked it up and it was like, I knew how to like draw it. I knew how to like hold it and everything like that. And I had this like massive spontaneous full on movie clip of, of myself as a samurai, um, and, and sort of like a, a painful, ugly death that I had that was pretty unresolved, you know? Um, and it was just, I just knew what to do with that sword. I knew, like my hands knew. And everybody who, who was there was sort of like, what's this, you know, woman from America, like flinging the sword around like a samurai, you know? And it, 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 was, um, it, was, it was something I really needed to do to kind of fix a bad, a bad death. Wow. That yeah. So interesting. Yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. So what, so what do we do? Like, can you give us some examples of um, the cord? You said cord cutting, but what else can we do to help heal? Do we need, like, we don't really need to do a past life regression. I, that, that's kind of the point of your book, right? That we can do that. But if you don't have a past life regressionist handy, like, can we do it on our own? I really think we can. I mean, you can do the regression and there's regressions in the book that can take you back. So, but that would be like, 
you already know where you're going. Like, so let's say, I know I'm going to go to Japan, but maybe I, maybe you wanted to see more details about the life in Japan. Like what were some of the other circumstances? So it would almost be like putting the orchestra behind the music. You right. know, it's just adding those details that can just be super interesting and maybe potentially healing. Like if, if there was something, I mean, I'll just use your samurai example because that's so interesting. Let's just say you really needed deeper healing. You could then go in there and we could imagine sending light to you when you were a samurai and, and blessing that and then taking the lessons learned, cutting the cords from any residual unwanted influences that might be affecting you in the now. And when I'm saying cutting cords to the audience, you know, this is one of the most powerful exercises. It's just super easy to do. We don't need to go into a trance. We could just simply sit for a moment, imagine anything unwanted. I could imagine Key West. I could imagine the place next door. I mean, it could be any place I want to say, too. Now, it doesn't have to be some exotic location. Just imagining there's an energetic cord of light coming out of the stomach solar plexus area, connecting you with this thing that's causing discomfort, and then using the power of the imagination, which is where our healing begins, just to imagine mm. we're going to cut the cords, we're going to bring light in. We're going to raise our frequencies and just take a moment of steady concentration to bring greater light and let go of things that are no longer serving us. That is super powerful. But likewise, we could hold objects. And so there's a long um, series of exercises about do we want to connect with the object? Do we want to find out details, historical details about the object? And then we might discover that we lived during some times when that object was around or we can cut cords with it. If it's unwanted, we can kind of hold it and then go into little little visions in our own minds, just through concentration of when we might've encountered these things before. So it doesn't have to be, you know, I'm going completely into my full blown past life regression to get these healings. Absolutely not. Right. And what, what happens when we've done that? Like, what's the payoff for doing that kind of work? When I first started um, getting and receiving past life regressions, it sounds weird, but it's like you're, you're functioning in your daily life. But once I started doing that, it was almost like I felt something just got up and left. And I felt like there was a lightness of spirit. I just felt lighter, like somebody had removed a burden from me that I did not know I was even holding. And I think that's because, you know, all thoughts really are things. And so if you have a memory of yourself in the Middle Ages, for example, there's an energetic component to that that's sitting in your energy field. And so when we go in and we do this work, whether it's cutting cords, whether it's releasing this through past life mm. regression, it just brings more light and energy into your field as you let go of some of these heavier energies. And then you're able to just live more peacefully in the here and now, which as you know, is the only reason why we would do this anyways, because we want to be happier now so that we can be more, um, you know, tuned in as we move towards our future and we can deal with our fellow beings um, in a, in a more peaceful and loving way. And so it's mm -hmm. really for healing the now. Um, I wonder if this is also true for events, because I've been noticing like the pandemic has brought up a lot of past life stuff for people. And the other day I was working on somebody who was um, super nervous about germs and the pandemic and all that stuff. And, and we uncovered a past life where she had died of the plague. Wow. You know, and, and do you think the same, you can have the same, and she was remembering it on her own. So can we have that super true V with, events like world events as well as places yes. and people oh i love your cat 
I love cats. I have one here too. Um, you know, that's so interesting that you mentioned that because there's another phenomenon that happens with people. It's called anamnesis. And this was something that Plato talked about. It's a soul knowing. Like I could tell you, I know I lived in England in a past life, but I don't have to necessarily have that regression because all of us have soul knowing. Right. And I definitely agree with you that the pandemic has certainly brought out a lot of you know, our deepest fears. And in this case of your client, um, soul memories of things that we've been through in the past. Right. If we could even sit and imagine, I, I don't like to do this too much, but sometimes I sit and go, oh, thank God I don't live in the dark ages anymore. You know, God for I mean, antibiotics is so. Yes. Yes. I mean, can you imagine how hard it would have been in any of our past lives? I mean, we do have a lot of things going on now. And so when you see the pandemic, we know, you know, from some deep soul memory, whether that's tapping into the collective or in the case of your client, tapping into a specific memory of the plague, of course, that's getting triggered and brought up. Mm. And so there's um, there's definitely the ability within all of us to, to have access to those memories. And I think that's why this has been such a completely terrorizing and uh, unbelievable chapter that we're going through. But once we get through it, which we will, then we're going to just be all the stronger for it. Absolutely. And I, I noticed too, like, I don't know if you've seen this, that phobias sometimes tend to connect with like, like a clue that you have to, um, you know, um, you know, clean something up. So it could have been after you did your plank walking that you had a phobia of water, the tropics, boats, you know. Um, but I noticed that too. So how do phobias fit in as sort of a key that we need some, we have some work to do? Oh, they definitely do. I mean, because a lot of phobias, the interesting thing about them is that they're not coming from any current life experience. You just right. automatically had a fear of water. Or one of the most dramatic cases that I had many years ago was a man who was afraid of the dark. So when he would come home at night, he couldn't turn any lights off. And so mm -hmm. he went on a past life regression to um, an incident where he lived, you know, like in 1700s or something in middle America he was a little boy. He was told not to go down into the cellar. So, of course, he went down there, fell to his death at the end of the stairs. So I had him imagine that we're going to light a candle. We're going to go down the stairs, walk around, come back and do this safely. And so we did a big healing on it. And I saw him several years later and he goes, I was never afraid of the dark again. This is wonderful. Just mm -hmm. by shifting the perspective through which we view these things, definitely with phobias, there's absolutely no doubt. Yeah, in my mind that past lives could be the culprit. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. So interesting, so cool. So, um, so let's talk for a minute about like how people can get in touch with you. Like, what if they want your book or to work with you? Like, how how do people reach you? My website is pastlifelady.com. I chose that because my last name is very hard to spell. <laughs> So they can come to pastlifelady.com. Um, there's a book link there where they can go find my books. And and then I've got a, different events coming up. So all of that's right there. That's cool. And you still, do you still work with people doing regressions? I do. Um, right now, so they're somewhat sold out. So they open up periodically. And then I'm doing a lot of different kind of courses as well. So mm, That's great. Yeah, such a cool topic. I love it. So here's your book, Blast from the Past, available on Amazon. Um, and I think that everyone who's interested in this topic should read it, you know, because it's so, um, it's every 
time this happens, we have an opportunity to heal really something super deep about us that you said, like you said, it's going to give us a better life. And, uh, and do you feel like people are having more and more of these, like as we kind of become increasingly sensitive in the shift in human consciousness that we're going through, people are like more psychic, more intuitive, more tuned into these things in general. Do you see it kicking up a little bit? I really do. You know that the energy is totally changing. I think people are more open-minded to a lot of different things as well. And so I definitely think there's more of that. Um, also, I think the pandemic, the other thing it did is, of course, we don't have the outer world anymore. We had to go into isolation. And in those spaces, that's when these different spiritual concepts can really have a chance to occur to us when people can think about them and things. So I think you're exactly right on that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure even more people than ever are having these um, these kinds of uh, soup retro V. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's such a good word. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much, Shelly, for coming on and talk talking about this fascinating topic. It's great. And I hope everyone runs right out there and, um, and gets your book. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Lisa. And you, everyone should get Lisa's books as well. You know that they're awesome. So oh, I am you. a fan. Oh, so. thank you. Thank you so much. And thanks all of you guys for tuning in with us today. You, if you want to find me, you can stop over to my website, lisacampion.com and come visit. Love to hear from you. So thanks for joining us today on the Miracle of Healing, where we are healing the planet one person at a time right here on Empower Radio. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.